All right. Well, I thought you were. Damn. <laughs> hey, welcome. All right, welcome. Welcome back, back to Jack. Political Matchup dot com dot com. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Uh, that so, intro sounds very familiar. It is because same one for Inland Empire News. Oh, I heard about that. It's a big one. It is a big one. Inland. All the info you need to know what's going on in the news in the Inland, Inland Empire is right on that effing podcast. So just search Inland Empire News into Bingo. Spotify or even YouTube would be great. That's right. Hey, we're dressed up pretty on YouTube for yeah. that one, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're not just faces so. for podcasts anymore, baby. <laughs> <laughs> The real deal. That's right, baby. Yeah, right. so that's uh, we're doing all of our news over there, trying to keep it uh, straight down the middle, tell you what's happening, sort yeah. out the good and the bad. Yeah, buddy. And then over here, we're talking politics. Talking smack on Talking smack politics. on politics. What, what hey, is you going know, on? You know, it's a good thought. Well, we should have yeah. maybe um, kicked more of the stuff, because we talked a little bit on the impeachment stuff on news. You know, we should talk We should talk Guilty. that stuff. Oh. Yeah, on uh, on here. We should have spilled it all on, on this one. That's a good point. Maybe we'll uh, discuss that off air. No, dude. On okay, air. on air. Got to do this public. You got to be transparent. Yeah. That's a good point. So, but just on that note, uh, I had predicted that Trump would get acquitted and Mark had predicted that he'd be convicted and he was dead wrong <laughs> and I was dead right. So. I voted to convict. <laughs> I don't know how they let me in the Senate uh, that day. I think Cruz was in Cancun or something and yeah. uh, I took a spot. Okay, dude, the, weird, the funny thing is, and you said this earlier when we talked about Cruz. Um, the fantastic part of it, oh yeah, is what. Go ahead. So, so Donald Trump Jr. Mm-hmm. Right, Incredible. who who has really stepped into Dad's uh, spotlight here on on you know talking because let's face it, former president will release statements or whatnot, and he's out golfing every day. But Donnie is uh, as as. <laughs> As the president said, Donnie's out there, and he, and uh, he, he quoted. Uh, I think it was today. He says uh, he goes, you know, if I were a Trump, and I happen to be one, I'd give him a nickname, Cruz. So before, during during the 2016 campaign, when Trump or excuse me, when, when uh, Ted They're Cruz, against each other, yeah, right. called him Lion Ted. Right. And there's a great clip of some guy heckling Ted Cruz. Say Lion Ted, that's Lion Ted, just in, in Ted Cruz's face, and and Cruz, I, I'll have to play it sometime. Dude, what's even better before we get to that is, remember in the campaign, Trump accused <laughs> Ted Cruz's dad of killing right. Castro, right? right. JFK, or JFK, yeah, yes. one of my, yeah. He said your dad killed JFK. That's the most fucking insane thing, <laughs> right? And I mean, that's just a tip off of of Trump's. What's in his head? It's so funny. Let's see if I can. And and, and Cruz took it. It's like, oh, yeah. not only that, dude. Then he went after his wife. Remember? He says wife was ugly or something. He went after his really? wife. Yeah, dude. Oh, he boy. like, or he said something like, "Oh, Melania is much better looking than your wife," or something oh, like my that. Dude. God. Oh, he just unloaded on him. Wait, what, what's this? One? This is. Once well, again, Lion Ted. Oh, Lion Ted. <laughs> Lion Ted. So it's a great idea to have a uh, town hall. Yeah. He, 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 or what Cruz, was it? Was it no, this is like Iowa or New Hampshire or something. And, and, okay. and Cruz goes in front of this Trump crowd and they all had Trump signs. And, and if you remember, by the way, Brian, this was kind of when people like thought that Trump's candidacy was just a joke. Right. He, he, was, ah, he's yeah. Just, yeah. he was at eh. 20% or whatever. Right. Exactly. And this was some of the early uh, capital 
rioters here actually just lining up. <laughs> this future uh, right. posse. <laughs> and, and, and Ted Cruz, for some dumb reason, goes over there and thinks, oh, I'm oh, going to- he thought he's smart. I'm going to talk to yeah. him. Yeah. Lion Ted, <laughs> Lion Ted. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. But that's, hold on, before we're leading up to what you're going to say, but just think about going back to 2016. Yeah, dude, in every primary- Trump was, you know, 20, 25% right. up to the, but it was enough to win because there was 15 other people in That's the race. Right. Yeah. So he was winning every time, but 75% of the Republican Party was voting against and him. So what he was doing, like you said, when we started this conversation was he was giving nicknames to like- Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, uh, what was it about? Low, low energy, energy Jeb. Yeah. Uh, Lion Ted, yeah. uh, Marco had something like small hands or something yeah, like that. Yeah, some weird I, thing. Anyways. Um, and, uh, but so was, anyway, Donnie, Donnie, uh, Trump, Donald Jr., Tr- Donald Trump Jr., I uh, said, well, I, we got to give a nickname now to, again, to Ted Cruz because he's famously gone to Cancun during the worst winter storm here in, in Texas's history, probably, at least in recent memory. And uh, yeah, he, he's called him Cancun Cruz. <laughs> so it's like this. And here, here's the beauty of that is Cruz bent over backwards after that election to be Trump's biggest fan. Oh, yeah. Be his biggest supporter in the Senate and led one of the leaders of the reek, you know, in the official voting tabulation of the Electoral College, one of the leading objectors in the Senate. Do you remember during, so let's go back one more time, in 2016 convention when Ted Cruz, he had not endorsed yet, he's at the convention speaking, they gave him a speaking role, and Trump famously entered the arena in Cleveland yeah. during his speech. And the crowd started chanting, endorse Trump, or something like that. Yes, I do remember. And they started cheering for Trump, and, and Cruz just stands there going, fuck. Yep, I remember <laughs> I that. I can't do anything. Yep, he perfectly set him up. Oh, yeah. yeah. That and is- Why would you still oh, support the guy? Yeah, or and the, yeah. here's the perfect, and then <laughs> he comes back at him. I right. mean, after all, he was the leading objector to the Electoral College, yeah. puts his reputation on the line, and he has sent it. And then Junior calls him a name. Yeah, Cancun time. Cruz. Yeah, that is so, just anyways, that kind of tells the whole story. But it, it, there's so much underneath that. But the insanity just keeps going. And and the the amazing thing about Trump too is how he just rolled over everybody, oh, just yeah. completely rolled over everybody. And you know, like I say, he was getting 30 percent of the phone vote. Now he's ninety percent approval, and it's or whatever it is, he did. Well, that man has the fortitude that I've never seen. You are the problem. You Out of all of the candidates, you like you, rich people who buy gold, politicians. Where's your Goldman Sachs jacket at? We know your wife works there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She did. Where's your gold watch at? Yeah. That is amazing, dude. Uh, and then that just shows the power. Like, say, there's good and bad you can say about Trump. You can say a lot of bad. I mean, there's... But you cannot deny that he is a force to reckon. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, for him to just turn these people around, yeah. call them anything he wants, and they still have to come kiss his ass. Yeah, it that's is, amazing. It, it's I've never seen anything like it. I don't think anybody's ever seen anything like it in, in a public eye like that to have such a personality. Well, you certainly it's don't see it for Biden, bizarre. who's current president. You don't see president. it for anybody. No, no. I mean, I've never seen anything like no. it. You'd, the closest... That I can see, I mean, people high up, not just Laura, but Clinton had it to a degree, right? Because yeah. he, he could have, after all his impeachment and everything, he got the Democrats to rally, and he had that persona, but not 
not half of what Trump has. No way. As far as just that By force far, of personality. Yeah. The most and remember, vocal support. Yeah. And, and just to, for Trump to just go into somebody hard, no matter who, George Bush, John McCain, does not matter, just goes and never lets up and keeps going and keeps going and just wears people I mean, down. practically called McCain a loser for being captured. Oh, yeah. He just... I mean, you never would do that. Who would even think in political yeah. history yeah. and get away with it? Yeah, and he just kept on. It is a weird history. We'll have to <sighs> dissect that somehow and figure it out. <laughs> we'll dissect it. Um, all right. Anyways. So moving on to uh, California and uh, the recall here, uh, which uh, for many, I think, on both sides of the aisle, no matter who you support, have said, "Yeah, this, this recall is going to um, going to head go ahead and be." Um, solidified or happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. And and a lot of that has to do with California's um, thresholds of, you know, having a recall just are are low in comparison to a lot of other states. Yeah, I think it's, you got to get 10% of signatures collected, 10% of the vote of the last election. Correct. So if it's a million people, you need 100,000 signatures. So I think the recall effort here uh, has gathered 1.5 million signatures. They say are verified. Uh, They're aiming for 2 million, but... um, to what they're looking to do here is get 1.8 million because apparently at that at that threshold the state will then only audit about 10 percent of the actual signatures not go through the entire bunch and that gives them a greater chance of qualifying sure yeah so game on game on so, so who's we've got let's talk yeah, about the we've got some candidates rivals. uh running um the uh the mayor of san diego kevin faulkner uh, he has declared uh, he is running uh, for governor, albeit for you know the recall and or for the reelection. Hey, if Newsom was smart, would he start giving nicknames to these guys? <laughs> it worked once <laughs> nationally, right? Uh, you know, you know Faulkner as mayor lost the Chargers to L.A. Well, that's right. So maybe you uh, well, lost in what's? I guess he didn't get a tax passed for a new stadium. Was that they were trying to get a new stadium? Yeah, and, yeah. but uh, maybe uh, maybe there's a nickname so, there. And then you got John Cox. Which, <laughs> actually, we should think of our own nickname. Okay, keep going. Wait, so wait <laughs> a lot for of Faulkner there. for a second. So twice, two time mayor reelected. Two, they have term limits, I think. So, two times, yeah. Yeah, did a pretty good job. It seems yeah. like San Diego's always been a good city, well run. Right. You know, so he he was able to build on pretty big building blocks already there. Yep. Um, but seemed to come across as a moderate, um, managed the city well, it appears. Um, so from that comes the question of, once again, he portrayed or governed as a, as a moderate person because he should be your mayor, nonpartisan, but now you have to go into a very, very, very partisan world. Yeah. And, you know, they both have uh, made announcements. They're both open up their committees uh, and they're so raising talk money. talk about John Cox. So John Cox was the 2018 Republican nominee. Uh, well, I, it's actually, he wasn't even a Republican nominee. He was the top two who made it through in the jungle primary that is in California. He was Republican. Um, had the polls actually narrowed against Newsom in the waning days uh, in, in 2018, oddly I never believe that. I remember we were talking. I, I agree. Yeah. But these were like KFI, NBC. KFI and NBC did a poll together. Actually, had Cox down by four points really? in, in October. Oh. Yeah. No joke. Okay, what did he end up losing by, though? I don't know, 20. <laughs> Something. He, he, but anyways, okay. Yeah, he so. lost by, I think, by double digits, if not more. And he had run previously, right? I don't think so. Hadn't he? No. I thought he... But I think so, he ran for Senate 
before. Mm, maybe, but or at least he discussed it. But he, you know, self self made millionaire. Okay, no, here's what now my brilliant memories coming back. Okay, my brilliant genius. So president, former president would say. Anyways, he ran for like Stable. governor or senate in Chicago or in Illinois. Oh yeah, he's yeah. he's from Indiana, I think. Or was it Indiana? One of those yeah. states. So he he ran there. Okay, and then that's right. Then moved to California. You voted for him there. Then you impeached Trump. Correct. Got it. Okay, I'm, I'm on. So yeah, then he moved here and ran. So and yeah. I don't remember the lag time between those two, but um, but anyways, I think he was a developer, made money. In he's a developer. Apartments correct. or something. Okay, so he's got a lot of money. Spent. I don't know how much last time so now now he's running ads right uh he well he he is the first one to put out an ad uh by the way you wanted to know the percentage of kind of uh knew someone with 62 percent of the vote <laughs> cox had 38 percent of the vote um down so by much, four so much for that poll <laughs> yeah i mean that's insanely bad god well for the pollsters or yes. for yeah right well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Anyway, so he's running again. Uh he has put out an ad which I kind of I kind of dig the title if if you're John Cox's team. It's called Gavin Faulkner. <laughs> Taking the swipe obviously at the at the governor but also at your opponent uh Kevin Faulkner. Let's so hear it. Let's play it. San Diego Mayor Kevin Faulkner got the city to overpay for a high-rise riddled with asbestos. The deal enriched a big campaign donor. Gavin Newsom said stay home then dined with lobbyists at a restaurant where the wine tab was $12,000. Had enough of this? I'm John Cox. I'm a businessman, not a politician. Let's lower housing costs and get people back to work. Go to johncox.com. It's time for a fresh start. That's medium. You know, I don't I don't know if that Faulkner Newsome thing's going to work. That's a little too cute, I think. It almost uh, pushes your opponent, you know, on the same level as the governor, and it's like, well, maybe Kevin, Kevin Faulkner should. I mean, I know you're saying they're both bad, but right. you, I, you're, you are elevating your opponent. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think his tie though is ridiculous. He's trying because okay, so Faulkner had some development deal or whatever, Asbestos. and then knew some dining at French Laundry during COVID. Those yeah. are not related, right? And not even motivated the same i mean there's zero connections so. i think the bigger point though was weak. cox was taking an aim at a fellow republican yeah no i get that but i'm just i know you get that but i don't know if our listeners get that i think they do okay but my point is i think <laughs> the ad the idea of we're gonna run faulkner's newsome i don't think it's gonna fly so they should just attack him separately and attack uh, I, I, yeah. exactly he he's until this past week when he was out in Coachella Valley, by the way, goes to Inland Empire News yeah. podcast. You Full can, report. You can hear more about that, which I think we've discussed is, is smart of the governor to do is to get out there behind Sacramento walls where, you know, I'm sure approval rating in Sacramento is very low. And, uh, you know, come to these, especially these, these smaller to medium uh, media markets and talk to people, talk to real people about what, what they're doing. And I think that's going to kind of help ease the tension there with uh, That's a great recall. point because if you – by doing that, he gets to have a conversation about vaccination, which eh, might or m- might not be his rollout fault. But anyways, he can talk about vaccination, get yeah. into the farm workers, which, which they were doing, so forth, and does not have to talk about why schools are not reopening, agree. which is what he would have to do at a normal press event in Sacramento or with the larger press corps. Correct. So, and By the way, I why wouldn't that be John Cox's ad? That would be my only ad. 
The right. governor promised to open the schools. They are not. 100%. They are still not open. Yep. Day whatever it is of not as opening your schools. governor, I will reopen after, schools. And he he's moved down to suggesting as opposed to just get out there and open. That's that should be his whole campaign. They're, they're totally missing it. That's free advice. Well, <laughs> hopefully he sends you a check. <laughs> um, I wouldn't even mess with Faulkner. He should just bore in on that. Yeah, because I would assume that most parents, you know, regardless of um, political ideology, is going to, you know, want to, you know, exactly. support getting their kids back into school. Like, what? What are you talking about? The end? housing? Let's, let's build more houses and something else. Like, something. Yeah. Something. I mean, it, it, no, it was more political corruption. He, they're, they're, those, yeah, but he says, "Is I'm John Cox. I'm going to like build more houses and and something else." But once again, why would he just not hammer them on? The schools, as you said, that cuts across ideology. It's it's nonpartisan. It's just a home run. It's an opportunity. The, anyways, I am surprised. I was trying to look for the the teachers union actually has put out an ad, not against Newsom. Uh, oh no, shit! <laughs> they're a little. Well, I'd say you know they've supported him obviously, and they're in a little bit of a quandary here because uh, a lot of the local unions have support have have supported votes of school boards to keep you know the school districts closed for the rest of the year. Um, and now you got the governor out there saying, no, we want to reopen schools. I think my kids are going back like in two or three weeks and it's kind of a hybrid, but uh, they have taken, they've taken ads out. That's what I was looking for is the ad uh, discussing how it's not safe for students and teachers to go back to school right now. Yeah. That's not going to work because most people, I would say all people, are fully cognizant of the risks of COVID and are out and about going to Walgreens, going to Costco, going to Walmart, going to Ralph's, and everybody's circulating among people as we speak, and they do all day long at Home Depot. Run down the list. So the only place where there's going to be this mass infection is at a, in, a, in a schoolroom with kids that do not pass on COVID. Well, to a large, large, large degree, very little evidence, because schools are open in other states. Zero evidence of transmission. Right. So that's not going to fly. But given all that, you know, I'm surprised that Newsom's numbers are as good as they are. <clears throat> I thought I saw a poll maybe a few days ago where he's he's above 50%. Still, yeah, yeah. after and, all and this. He's, yeah, he's weathered the storm. It ain't going to get any worse. I mean, it'll only get better. And um, it, I would say he's in an excellent position to beat the recall at this point. Here's a little bit of the uh, ad I found. Hold on. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Play that one again. All right. Take two. Of other children in the state. We know what happens when we ignore proper ventilation or rates of community spread. Many parents blame the unions for delaying reopenings. The TV ads certainly reignite the argument. We can do this. Oh, I thought that was the rap. To <laughs> it was a. Uh, sorry, it was <laughs> off the right, cuff here. News report, we'll right. uh, prepare better next time. But it was a news report, and they played a little snippet of the ad and, and discussing what we were talking about. Is our parents can be fooled by a TV ad when we're going out? To markets, going out to yeah, dinner. It, it doesn't wash with. By the way, breaking today, uh, they're allowing kids to restart um, uh, sports, mm -hmm. youth and high school. 
which should have been done months Long time ago. ago. Should have never stopped. Right. Um, anyway, so just to wrap it up here on the recall, uh, there is a third potential, I think, very, very big candidate out there, uh, a gentleman that you and I both know, uh, the uh, former ambassador to Germany, Rick Grinnell. What what did he do pre in, in uh, so he, previous administration? Yeah, well, he, he was, was actually what? the number two in command at the UN uh, under John Bolton mm-hmm. in the Bush administration, two thousand one. Um, that's kind of where he got his really his his start, and and he, I think they re, un, under Trump they didn't confirm him right. He was going to be UN ambassador, and I think they he well Nikki Haley was promoted right, I, as UN ambassador. He was under consideration. He was then actually he was confirmed as uh, an ambassador for for Germany. What he wasn't confirmed as was he was acting director of I think it was oh, the National Intelligence, right. yeah, uh, director of National Intelligence. So, so which he, it's funny he's been having fun on on Twitter if you follow at Rick Grinnell R I C Grinnell, um, and because uh, now there's a uh, openly gay. Um, cabinet member for the Biden administration, and they're saying it's the first openly gay um, cabinet member in in history. And Rick's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm, I've been openly gay now for, you know, a couple decades, and I was there Republicans first. Republicans don't count. Well, that, yes, that that's the underlying you you mention of it. You don't get that. But technically, I guess he was he was acting director, so he wasn't uh Yeah, they, they wouldn't even give it to him if he was. Right. <laughs> uh, <it's laughs> exactly. like, you're irrelevant, you don't matter. So, but anyway, so anyways, he's been, he lives in uh, Palm Springs, split some time in Manhattan Beach, I think, with his husband, and they, you know, he is going to be a force so, to reckon with. Yeah, he's got a good resume, a good name. Money, I assume, just because his worldly connections... Uh, raise money, but um, is he too close to the president in this state? Yeah, it, well, good question. You're you're competing in it's an open field, so how do you position yourself? John Cox is going to be all in for Trump, and so Faulkner's going to have to figure out the dance of mm-hmm. in or out. Grinnell's obviously tied him; he was worked for him, so Faulkner might have that space of. The anti-Republican Trump, which is a small percent of the people, right? So, but independents, um, a few Democrats. I don't see anybody. Uh, I think Newsom's in a pretty good spot. I think he is. Um, I think most are kind of you know the the insider betters are saying, okay, yeah, it's a recall will happen. There will be an election, but he'll he'll survive it. Yeah. That would be my call as well. Yep. And uh, go to right. politicalmatchup.com. And, uh, I guess well, we just, yeah, we'll look at the odds. Check it out. Yeah. Um, all right. Was there anything else we're going to hit on? Is that that's it, it for now? now? That's yeah. it for now. Welcome back. Go to Inland Empire News. Uh, and that's our other uh, station over there, which we talk about a lot of what's happening in the Inland Empire from Riverside, San Bernardino County, out to Coachella Valley. Sometimes we'll mention some state and national news as well that has a local impact. So, And we'll, Come back, political matchup, maybe talk about those two things on the ballot in Riverside County, the Cathedral City short-term rental ordinance, and Eastvale has a unique ballot question about exceeding the GAN limit, which we will talk about next week. Very good. All right. Adios. See you.